0: Hello and welcome or welcome back to Fancy Brother, I'm your host Kirsty Taylor and this week um, is our book club week, so it is our January book club episode, Better Late Than Ever, I know I'm posting this late time-wise and also date-wise, but like I said, Better Late Than Ever and um, we'll actually be joined by my friend Hannah later on in the episode, Um, I've known Hannah since I was like eight, so a long time now, and no not eight maybe I don't know for a long time and um I just wanted to have someone to chat with for the book club because I just think it's a lot easier to like bounce ideas off of each other and have like more of a discussion about the book rather than me just like kind of lecturing about the book so yeah but first let's hop into our intro so first thing um my small wonder of the week so I have been loving, um, like living in the present moment more. So today I was like, "That's very broad." Don't worry, I'm gonna narrow it down. Today I had um this um lecture on art, which was actually quite fun, and um we had to like make, so we did to draw a picture of an animal of our choice. I chose a giraffe. Um, I don't think people really know about this about me on the podcast, but like giraffe is one of my favorite animals. It's just not. I probably just don't talk about it as much and I don't really know why. Um, but I do really love giraffes. Um, anyone that's known me for a while knows that. Um, it was like always giraffes, dolphins, and then more recently, cats. But I always kind of like cats, but they became... This is such a tangent. Sorry, my small wonder. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's like creating things, but being present and creating them. So... It's like making a giraffe model <laughs> out of like um toilet roll holder and an egg cart um curtain and what else? Like coloring pencils and stuff. And it's just really nice. Sometimes just enjoy making something for the sake of making it and enjoy making it without like thinking about like the finished product and like thinking about how it needs to be perfect, etc. So that is my small wonder of the week just um creating i suppose but like creating presently without like a goal in mind um so what i'm engaging with we are bringing back a book i know but time so actually it's only been two weeks since the last book never mind um so the book that i've been reading recently and loving is um by christina newworth i do really apologize in advance if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly but I think that's how you pronounce her name and it's her novella um amphibian I've read it before and I really liked it and I've been reading it again and I got it from Lighthouse Books one of my favorite bookstores of all time in Edinburgh but they do deliver and um they also do like doorstep collection if you live in Edinburgh you should check that out so that is I've been engaging with just a bit of um, good old reading. And she has very, um, I was to describe the book, it's like Kafta-esque, but I don't know, more real, I suppose, is the best way to put it. And it's pretty entertaining as well. I wasn't massive on Kafka in uni, but I do really like her way of writing and her play on words. So that is what I've been engaging with. And I will have it linked in the show notes also okay just Kirsty popping in here for our charity of the week this week it is chosen by me um I wanted to highlight another literary charity I think I might have actually highlighted them before I'm not sure but they're just so good I'm gonna do it again um and it is the Scottish Book Trust if you're not from Scotland I'm sure that you probably have a book trust in your country or in your area that you could check out um I really love the Scottish Book Trust as a charity because they do so many things they have like reading and stories sections a writing and author section learning and resources and then you can also just search their website um their learning and resources are amazing for home learning at a time like right now and they're just so useful and a way for your children to connect with reading and get a newsletter and things like that and they've got different learning programs on the go and they even have authors live on demand so you can um you can watch authors live which I just think is so cool and they've got loads of activities to do with your kids and then if you are a writer or an author they have a very cool section which is um opportunities for writers which is a great way to um find places to send your stories to um, they've got 50 word fiction so can you write a story in just 50 words books about lgbtq plus history sections kind of like a blog if you will um, with all these crazy and cool things on and they've just announced their new writers awards um which I really recommend checking out all the new writers are very cool and it's just very well done and loads of resources for writers as well. So if you want to check out the Scottish Book Trust, it's just Scottishbooktrust.com. They are of course always looking for people to um donate to them, spread the word um and all the usual things. Um, and I'm sure that they'll be on Instagram probably at Scottish Book Trust. Um, yeah, so enjoy the rest of the episode okay so i've decided to change up the positive news a little bit because i'm just finding it really hard at the moment to find uh um positive news it's not like linked to the current world situation and honestly i just personally am sick of hearing about it so i was thinking i could do a cool thing where i like kind of talk about like something that happened in history like on this day but like something that is like a good thing i suppose so um i I like uh, for example like today's one is so today's the 8th of february and i'm posting this and pr- probably not when you're listening but today in history in 1990 um cbs television temporarily suspends andy rooney for his anti-gay and anti-black remarks in a magazine interview and i'm pointing this out as a good thing because it's good that they su- suspended him for these remarks However, I do want to point out that it's shitty that it was temporary, temporary and not fully. And um, yeah, I think that that way I can highlight like cool people and like moments of actual equality and actual change in the world and it could be interesting and maybe like other times I'll highlight like um people in history who you should check out because I find that really interesting, but I don't want to make like the whole episode about that. Um if you like things like that, you should check out Bias Bender. By Kayla Stokes or I'm um, Thick and Thin by Katie Bilotti because I love listening to this podcast so much. But it's like my little snippet, it's like a new feature because I'm just struggling with the positive news thing just now. So, yeah, that's that's today in history. And I just found it on today in history. I'm not going to link it because you can just Google today in history to find it. Different things that's happening in the world, different times. So, yeah, so now we are going to read as it's our book club month, week, oh my goodness, our book club episode. Um, We are going to read part of this month's book club or January's book club Um, and then we're going to kick straight into the interview with Hannah all about Midnight Library so stay tuned for that. Okay so um, as you probably know this month's book club is the Midnight Library and I'm going to be reading an excerpt from the chapter called The Midnight Library, funnily enough. Um, Yeah, so let's just kick into it. The Midnight Library. As she spoke, Mrs. Elm's eyes came alive, twinkling like puddles in moonlight. Between life and death, there is a library, she said, and within that library, the shelves go on forever. Every book provides a chance to try another life you could have lived. To see how things would be different if you had made other choices. Would you have done anything different? If you had the chance to undo your regrets. So I am dead? Nora asked. Mrs Elm shook her head. No, listen carefully. Between life and death. She gestured vaguely along the aisle towards the distance. Death is outside. Well, I should go there because I want to die, Nora began walking. But Mrs Elm shook her head. That isn't how death works. Why not? You don't go to death. Death comes to you. Even death was something Nora couldn't do properly. It seemed it was a familiar feeling, this feeling of being incomplete in just about every sense an unfinished jigsaw of a human, incomplete living and incomplete dying. So why am I not dead? Why has death not come to me? I gave it, gave it an open invitation. I'd wanted to die, but here I am, still existing. I am still aware of things. Well, if it's any comfort, you are very possibly about to die. People who pass by the li- library usually don't stay long, one way or the other. When she thought about it, and increasingly she had been thinking about it, Nora was only able to come to think of herself in terms of the things she wasn't, the things she hadn't been able to become, and there were really quite a lot of things she hadn't become, the regrets which were on permanent repeat in her mind. I haven't become an Olympic swimmer. I haven't become a glaciologist. I haven't become Dan's wife. I haven't become a mother. I haven't become the lead singer of the labyrinth. I haven't become, managed to become a truly good or truly happy person. I haven't managed to look after Voltaire. And now, last of all, she hadn't even managed to become dead. It was pathetic, really, the amount of possibilities she had squandered. While the midnight library stands, Nora you will be preserved from death now you have to decide how you want to live
1: hello and welcome hannah to fancy brother it's so lovely to hello. have you here today hi thank you um, so for everyone listening at home this is the book club part of the episode and um, I feel like you can really listen whether you've read the book or not um if we feel like we're about to give away spoilers we'll try and like preempt it we'll do our best is what I'm saying but I can't make any promises but we will try our hardest not to yeah spoil things like giving you a spoiler alert so you can like fast forward yeah. or pause or whatever you need to do it is a quick read though so Mm -hmm. could like pause this right now and go and read in a couple days and come back and listen if you want (laughs) but um our book club for those of you that don't know is um Midnight Library by Matt Haig so I guess we'll just start off with um like a brief synopsis of the book and feel free Hannah to like jump in if I'm missing anything out
2: Mm -hmm. um so
1: like briefly well it's like based on Nora. Oh, what's her last name? Nora Seed, I wanna say. But I, I think that's wrong. Yeah, I think it's Nora. No, I think that's right. <laughs> okay, it is. So it's based it is, on yeah. Nora. We'll just call her Nora because I'm not I'm not calling yeah. her last name. Um and she has um she's not in like a great mental state, I suppose, at the start of the book. Mm-hmm. Um mentally she's not doing so well and um she has a suicide attempt I know this probably sounds like really depressing you're probably like why would you want to read this book but but it is actually (laughs) good um and then she ends up in this library that is like between the real world and the afterworld, if you will um so it's called the midnight library because it's always midnight in the midnight library ironically Mm. enough yeah and um, so she's there and then all these books are like her parallel lives. Her parallel lives, right? Yeah, it's so, like, like what
2: could have happened yeah. if she... Because she has a bunch of regrets. Mm-hmm. Like how she didn't pursue this or didn't mm-hmm, take this exactly. further. So yeah, so it's just lives of what could have happened.
1: Yeah, so it's like if she hadn't... like if she had taken this career path, like, where would she be? If she, like, had married Mm -hmm. this guy, if she had gone to Australia, like, all these different things, like, what would happen? And then, like, as she progresses, it's like a – it's kind of like a – what would you call that? What's that called? It's like a coming of age in a way, even though she doesn't Mm -hmm. actually, like, age physically and she's not actually, like, a child because typically coming age books are, like, teenagers or children – but it's like Mm -hmm. a mental coming of age and you see her like progress as a character like and have different arcs throughout the book and then yeah and then obviously we won't tell you the ending just yet because spoil it for everyone (laughs) so that's (laughs) kind of like the the concept I suppose yeah so yeah my first thing I wanted to talk about is um, like the idea of parallel universes. Because I think that's so interesting. And I'm not a mm-hmm. big sci-fi person. Like I'm not big on the no, whole sci-fi world. But no. I do find like that interesting and that like concept interesting. So I was wondering like, mm-hmm, what, yeah. what, are you, what are your thoughts on parallel universes? Do you believe in them? I don't or know. Do you- I
2: don't know if, I definitely believe in there. Uh, like there's other life out there Uh but yeah 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 parallel universes Mm -hmm. like I don't know but it is interesting to think like after reading this book like where you could have ended up if you'd Mm -hmm. done this or done that and sometimes it's it might not always be what you imagined it would be yeah that's so true yeah so you could be living in a parallel life doing what you always thought you wanted to do but it just might
1: not be what you Mm -hmm. like to do if that makes any sense yeah it does yeah Um, I think that it's kind of funny because I'm like I don't think I do believe in them but sometimes mm -hmm. I kind of but I kind of wish I did do you know what I mean yeah because I'm like (laughs) that's kind of cool because I'm like the kind of person Mm -hmm. that wants to do like everything possible like I try and fit as much into 24 hours or like into a day as possible and into like a year Mm -hmm. as possible so I think the idea that there is alternative me's doing these things, like, is comforting yeah. to me and the, like the idea that, yeah. oh, well, I have a regret about this, but hey, at least one of me is successful somewhere else. It's yeah, like a I nice suppose. relieving factor. I suppose you could go the other yeah. way. You could be like, oh, my God, that's so scary that there's like, oh, yeah, like, different never worlds, worked but... out.
2: And yeah, be yeah. cool to meet yourself in a parallel world, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I do I like the idea, but I'm just not sure I fully really believe in no. it. But I did find it interesting no, that sure. it's like a physics concept because I didn't think it was so like ingrained in um science, I suppose. I suppose it's called sci-fi typically, but I just don't yeah, always think yeah. they're so ingrained in like things that are actually probable. And I think, like, oh, I can see yeah. the possibilities here. Okay, mm-hmm. sweet. So the next thing is the idea of time in this book is so big I personally I'm like someone that <sighs> loves talking about time as like a concept yeah. mm-hmm. time is such a weird thing like it's such a it's like a social structure that we've all created for ourselves Yeah. and like yeah we, definitely and we also define ourselves by it often and like our like how much we get paid is defined by how much we work and the times that we mm-hmm. show up to places and do things like time is so like ingrained in everything you do in the world but it's like crazy to think that like we kind of made that up like is there actually Mm -hmm. 24 hours in a day like is there actually a day kind of thing I always think that's so crazy yeah how do you actually
2: I think about that all the time as well I think it's like yeah like it's literally just been made up and like you're always expected to be on time but like who mm-hmm. really says that it's 9 a.m
1: like exactly and then like, that <laughs> time zones and then time oh, zones in yeah. a different place in the world they're at mm-hmm. different times I'm like what the yeah how does that work who decided that <laughs> like imagine I know. living by the sun like people used to just live uh-huh. by this whenever the sun was at can you imagine doing mm-hmm. that yeah it must be so weird <laughs> why did people start like using like- time I just find it so odd like mm-hmm.
2: I know and like especially now with it being in winter and the days are like mm. so dark all the time like I just lose track of time it just feels like you get like a few hours of during the day and then it's just nighttime again. <laughs> I know it's so weird isn't it?
1: Well I was thinking yeah. as well so like the concept of time um, mm-hmm. in these parallel universes is really interesting because obviously like when she when Nora goes into these parallel universes she's going into them like at the age she is now like and she's in her 30s rather than like going into them when she made the decision that was the regret which i think is interesting Mm -hmm, because then you get to see the outcome of everything Uh rather than like the process of like that whole experience because we don't really know what's happened until she's just kind of placed somewhere and i think that's so weird because it's like one small difference but she's mm-hmm. always going to, like, the same time period. Like, she's always the same yeah. age kind of thing. And, like, maybe it's even, like, the same month and stuff. But she's mm-hmm. in a different world. But I think yeah, that's like one, like, small people. regret. Yeah, but one, like, small mm-hmm. regret can change uh-huh. so many things, like, so significantly yeah. within her world. Yeah. And I just think that's, like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I like and even
2: decisions that she's made for herself they've affected other people as well mm-hmm. and it shows you that like other yeah. people in her life and then people that wouldn't be in her life if she hadn't made this decision and
1: yes that's yeah. so true mm-hmm. I do, I like yeah. it because it's like that's like another one that it's like is that comforting or is that terrifying because like on the one hand it's yeah. like oh that's cool like everything I do like must happen for a reason because I'm here mm-hmm. and I'm living in this i and I'm content but like in the days when you're not doing so hot you're like oh you might and you can just like get into that hole where you just overthink everything in the world and you're like oh my god like yeah. if I had done this would this be different like that this like catalyst mm-hmm. this which catalyst this which like catalyst global warming it's like yeah it's like oh oh yeah yeah <laughs> I just think that's so I know it's scary it's that's scary so weird but then it's kind of comforting if it's like you're in a place you wanted to be in and then you can reflect and be like well i don't have regrets because i am like where i want to mm-hmm. be so it's, it's yeah. an interesting one yeah okay okay we have a character question who okay. was your favorite and least favorite character
2: right okay so i think my favorite overall was mrs elm <laughs> oh, <laughs> she was a little gem yeah she knew what she was doing she knew where she needed to be at the right times um, she just, she just knew it. She knew what she was yeah, doing. Yeah, she gave
1: good advice um, as well.
2: She did, yeah, she did. Um, and it's weird, like she's, she's the librarian, but she had like such an impact on Nora's life, like in the real mm-hmm. world. Yeah, that's um, true actually. Just from being a librarian. Um, I also liked, um, this might be a spoiler alert, but um, her husband in one of the lives, I think his name was Ash. which one the oh doctor. yeah
1: ash yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: he was nice I liked him um mm-hmm. he was a good man for her but my I least agree. favorite was probably Dan
1: yes preach a what fan a fan toxic <laughs> piece of crap I know I know, hated I know. <laughs> uh, just, like there's so many red flags everything oh yeah is, definitely. I was like no, uh-huh. no, no! Get out of there! Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Leave. At first,
2: you think he's going to be fine because she was with him for ages, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Uh, am I making that up? No, yeah, no, she was. Yeah, no, she? She was yeah. And she, yeah, she thought that she was going to. She was settling, though. That's what she was uh-huh. doing, right there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah.
1: So my, so I think he was
2: my least favorite.
1: Yeah. So my favorite, I did really like Mrs. Elm. Um, mm-hmm. I love the cat. <laughs> it was oh yeah <laughs> he wasn't in it for very long but I thought he was no, a an and um <laughs> I can't remember her name but the a spoiler alert I guess but um, it's mm-hmm. not the ending so is it really um when she's in the uh the arctic and um her roommate you know, the women that's just, oh, like, drinking yeah. drink vodka, like, first thing in the morning. <laughs> yeah, she
2: was cool. I can't remember her name she just,
1: either. She was just cool. I feel, mm-hmm. I don't know, but she just had her shit together. I was like, I like this. Yeah. Well, she didn't really. <laughs> she but did. I was like, I can, like, she doesn't care. She didn't give two tosses. Mm-hmm. I can relate. No. I was like, this woman's cool. I liked her. She was funny. Oh, and
2: there was that other guy from the Arctic. I forgot about him. I can't remember his name Oh, the, the guy but, that's um, the,
1: the hopper.
2: Mm -hmm. one that
1: like yeah I don't know if I liked him because my take on him was that like he was encouraging her to do like the wrong thing and he wasn't like (laughs) like he was taking advantage of the system and I was like right find a life man and just live it like (laughs) yeah that's true like he was he was was never
2: gonna find what he was looking for
1: yeah I was like uh, you have to like you're not having the arc that no spoiler, that Nora has because you're not ever realizing that at some point you do have to settle in some way. And I'm not saying like settle for a guy or anything like that, but at some point you do have to say not everything is going to be perfect. And that's just yeah, the reality. Because you get like mm-hmm. sucked into this, like it's almost like an addiction of like, oh, but I could see somewhere else and I could do something else. And like, because there's no consequences. And I think no. he really like, he really no. rallied that into her. And I was like, mm-mm don't like that Mm -hmm,
2: yeah I suppose yeah he was chasing mm -hmm. something that he was never Mm -hmm. gonna find he needed to kind of work with what he's got
1: definitely
2: yeah I I really liked her
1: kid actually as well her kid was Mm -hmm. cute and I liked that she was like so happy with her little family and everything but I was like she's not gonna Mm -hmm. stay here no not gonna no who's the other I quite liked her brother by the end of the book
2: yeah the ending yeah. you kind of saw him for like that's I mean. kind of had yeah I had a like I was kind of judging him throughout the whole book mm-hmm. and then at the end it kind of all made a bit more sense and I was like okay right? that,
1: yeah that, yeah yeah I thought that too I was like wow I feel like you've been a bit harsh on him mm-hmm. some- same
2: with Izzy like mm-hmm. remember at the end True. like all came together and I was like oh, yeah. okay that's it
1: yeah yeah That's I agree mm-hmm. I did yeah I wasn't sure about Izzy either Brennan and I was like oh, okay it's not so bad because mm-hmm. it's kind of funny because you're seeing it from Nora's perspective you only get like one side of all these mm-hmm, people because yeah. even though like she's in the midnight library and there is kind of like a third person narrative sometimes it's mainly like well it is a third person narrative but it's always like kind of through Nora's eyes a lot like how Mm -hmm. people are like how characters are described is like how she sees them rather than like how they exist in the world which I think is interesting Mm -hmm. because like maybe Dan's not a bad guy but he was just like a bad guy for her and she was settling Mm -hmm. for him and that's why we don't like him but maybe like if we'd seen him like with someone else we wouldn't dislike him yeah true
2: yeah like they're just more one-dimensional him Yeah, we only saw him in that one world. I don't think we never saw him in the no the real world. Mm -hmm. We didn't,
1: so we don't know what he was like. But I definitely don't think that. Plus, she was like ditching everything she'd ever wanted to do for his dream, and his dream was to own a pub. And like, you know, fair play, own a pub, like do what you want. But like,
2: Mm -hmm. I'm not
1: ditching my dreams for you to own a pub. (laughs) No, and like in the countryside in England. (laughs) Yeah, yeah in the countryside in England and he's got like a drink mm-hmm. problem and I was like, maybe you shouldn't own yeah. a pub if you've got a drinking problem. It's not a good combination. But definitely, no. definitely not Not sure about Dan. Okay, um, what was your favorite part of the book? Do you have like a favorite world? Or like, um, a, or like the ending or anything?
2: I think my favorite world was the one where she was, she had it all together. She had, she was like this is probably a spoiler alert but she was married oh, this- she had the kids yeah she had the dog um she mm-hmm. had a job that she always wanted mm-hmm. um and she like this was like the first time that she felt like in all the worlds that she'd been in this was the one that she really felt she was like happiest in
1: yeah but it was really I think weird that was my favorite That was Mm -hmm. an that one was the most interesting arc as well I think because it was like Mm -hmm. oh she's actually happy but like she is so stressed about being happy that she can't be happy it was like a really weird like yeah thing going on my favorite Mm
2: -hmm. it wasn't my favorite part I think that was my favorite world I think my favorite part was this is gonna be another spoiler alert but um (laughs) when she's in the library and like she's just come back from that, that world. Yeah. And she's just a bit confused, and like the whole library starts. Oh, yeah, the dramatic scene. It?
1: Uh-huh. No, just yeah. go. No, if, to find... people, if people yeah, are yeah. listening now, like we're spoiling <laughs> now, just yeah, pause. Yeah.
2: And then she, she has to find the blank
1: book to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and write ones, in it and like, she has not to, on fire. Mm-hmm. She's gotta write in she's, it herself and know what yeah. to write. And I was like, mm-hmm, yeah. girl. and then it's like the countdown thing, and I was like, Oh, I'm getting tense. Yeah, yeah, I re- I did <laughs> that like was that part. Intense. See, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be cliche and say my favorite part was the end. And if you're still listening to this and you haven't read the book, like obviously stop listening or just skip, <laughs> yeah. skip forward. Um, I really liked the ending because I thought to myself like this would be such a good ending but I bet like earlier on in the book but I was like but mm-hmm. I bet you they're not gonna do this and then they mm-hmm. didn't and I was like yeah. oh my god Matt Haig, <laughs> yeah what a fan I was like this for like maybe a little predictable but like in a good way because I mm-hmm, was like yeah. that's what I wanted for her like I wanted her to mm-hmm. realize her value and her potential in her own original world and to realize like that she can be happy anywhere and it's like to live like regret free and I didn't want her to like Mm -hmm. exist in this other world where she had to like reinvent herself and her relationships Mm -hmm. and her like had someone dead regardless in this world so I was like I want her to be back in the real world and like realize that Mm -hmm. she doesn't need all these like things and that she can still become all of these things like your time isn't is yeah. running out when you're in your 30s like calm down like you exactly, can still be yeah. these things she can still have the ability all the career things especially I was like you can do those things mm-hmm. like no one stopping exactly. you so I really it was loved that, the ending
2: mm-hmm. it was good that nothing really changed either if you know what I mean mm-hmm. like she woke up and it's not like oh she got her job back and like, oh
1: yeah exactly oh her life it's is like, perfect oh, again her life is back together we, yeah she live yeah happily ever after it's like very open-ended which i think is like mm-hmm. a really important message yeah like, and she do, still work, had like obviously ah like,
2: uh-huh. and she'll still have regrets and stuff but she'll just oh, learn course. to
1: live with them yeah
2: so yeah exactly so
1: I really I really mm-hmm. like the ending that was definitely my favorite part of the book because I was just thinking to myself this would be so good but I bet you they're not going to do it so when they did it I was like oh mm-hmm. yes amazing because I think <laughs> yeah. I would have been disappointed if it like ended in like the world with ash like I would have been like yeah what message mm-hmm. does that send me I don't like exactly. that because that will never happen what would my favorite world be though I'm wondering. I quite liked her in Oz in Australia. I quite enjoyed oh, Australia. Yeah. I mean, I oh, yeah, obviously the yeah. a shamer friend was dead, but I mean <laughs> yeah. that sucked for it her. But chill. I liked that world, <laughs> and I like she was swimming, <laughs> and she was having a good time, but yeah. she was like more carefree swimming, and it wasn't like a big mm-hmm. thing. I really hated the world. I hated the most was the one where she was like famous or whatever. You know, the one where she had to make the speech. when she had to give the speech, yeah. Yeah, you know, I really didn't enjoy that. Yeah, that
2: was a weird one. Yeah, and her dad was alive in that one, wasn't he?
1: hmm mm.
2: Yeah.
1: I wasn't yeah. a fan. I mean, I like no, the concept either. behind it, but I just didn't I just didn't see her in that world working. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, no. No, no. Uh-uh. And I was like, how is she still here? I kept being like, why is she left? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We kind of spoke about the ending already, didn't we? Because yeah we both liked it I think yeah so mm -hmm. what do you think though I was thinking about this some of your parallel universes would look like like I'm like what if I was Nora Seed (laughs) I Uh was Nora Seed like what would some of my worlds be and that's what I'm trying to think of Mm -hmm. I think in one I'm just gonna go more career because I'm not I'm not in my 30s and I haven't really like ditched a guy at the altar or anything so I don't have (laughs) those regrets not yet T- time still time for that still yeah um so I'm gonna go more like career based because if I think of like kid career what I wanted to do I could be a scientist right now like a chemical, mm-hmm. like a biologist or something I could yeah. be what else I could be working in publishing right now that's like a big one I think like getting a coffee and like I feel like I can yeah. see myself in some <laughs> universe like living in like New York or somewhere do you know like I just see that oh yeah being like mm-hmm. a thing somewhere along the road yeah like still living in Canada I don't know and then what's another one I don't know I haven't really got that many regrets I've kind of always just done things <laughs> maybe an yeah, author yeah. maybe being an author like a uh-huh. world-renowned like yeah the be the, the best new author or whatever like maybe yeah, I wrote the maybe. book maybe I wrote the yeah, library like that's maybe I think in a that's my universe.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe I'm playing the trombone for <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> maybe. No, maybe I you're a famous so.
2: trombone player. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I <laughs> no, definitely not happy in that one. <laughs> I don't know for me, because I've always I mean I wouldn't say it was a regret, but sometimes I wish that I just kind of come out of school did my four-year degree and just got a job but it's just that's just not the way it's worked out for me Mm -hmm. I kind of did like a year working went to college took a couple of years out and here I am back at uni yeah so but like I'm doing what I want to do which I think is the main thing Mm -hmm. like last year I kind of had a bit of a midlife crisis and I was like I'm going to become a paramedic and I started studying to become a paramedic so maybe in a parallel universe you'd be a paramedic. a paramedic somewhere oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. during
0: coronavirus yes. Ooh. I know that's <laughs> the out there. and then,
2: <laughs> and then I've, I've always wanted to live in Australia so maybe
0: oh yeah maybe in a maybe parallel in a universe, universe. Mm-hmm. That's true. yeah that's that's funny even oh yeah. I got another one I was uh, big on basketball when I was younger and I quit like when I was getting good mm. like half decent yeah <laughs> I said maybe I'd be like a WNBA player because that was like a big thing maybe. for a while. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. I think it's kind of yeah. nice. It's kind of it's kind of nice to look back on your regrets mm-hmm. after reading the book. Like I don't really have regrets per se yeah. anyway, but I think like in moments where you do feel like you have regrets, like it's actually like the, that's, this is like the best book because it just like makes you realize mm-hmm. that they're just yeah. not worth your time. And, and then even I think little
2: things like for me, I still think like, oh, if I had got that job that I was interviewed mm-hmm. for, like I could be living somewhere totally different, have a whole different group of friends. Yeah,
0: so weird, isn't um, it?
2: Um, yeah. Like it's someone, weird.
0: someone in my family could be dead. Like, gee. yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm quite happy here. Yeah, but then <laughs> I think something that's funny to think about as well is like reading that book right now, like during. The situation the world yeah. is in, because I think to myself, but if I was in the position of Nora Seed, but right now, and this is the time I was coming back to, every time, how uh-huh. different would oh, my be yeah. in yeah, all these <laughs> parallel universes? Unless yeah. I'm going to like a universe without like lockdowns, because I'm like, well, either I'd just be studying from home, or I'd be working mm-hmm. from home, or maybe like on the off chance of yeah. like working at work, but I'm like, wouldn't it be that different. <laughs> No matter, like, what no, you're we're doing not. in no. your life right now. I think that's kind of funny. Because in a way, that's, like, what sucks about right now. But in a way, that's kind of, like, good for if people, like, realize they want to, like, re- not reinvent mm-hmm. themselves, but realize, like, that maybe they aren't actually happy in what they do. Or, like, their yeah, exactly. lives or their jobs. Like, now is the perfect time to start exploring. Like, do- no, mm-hmm. obviously, it's not the perfect time to find a job or anything. But it's the perfect time no. to start, like, considering Mm -hmm. where you could be in the future and what you could do now to get yourself there and to like yeah exactly working in the job you're in but to start like applying for other places or considering what you need Mm -hmm. to to do those things Mm -hmm. so I think it's kind of a weird thing to like read the book right now because it's like a weird yeah
2: (laughs) yeah it definitely does make you think though about your own life Mm -hmm. and what you want to be doing but definitely looking like it obviously makes you look back at your life but doesn't make you kind of makes you go a bit easier on yourself with like anything that you would consider a regret
0: I feel like Mm -hmm. it makes you stop looking like back at your life through rose tinted glasses and instead you're like Mm -hmm, looking at them
1: like with perspective and you're like actually like Mm -hmm. these things all happen for a reason and it's like a nice like way to look back and I also just love Matt Haig as an uh, author like the that's, a, yeah, that's the first mm-hmm. book I've read of his but I definitely want to read more because I just really enjoyed his mm-hmm. writing style and how it was quite like yeah. fast paced but also it didn't feel like it was lacking detail like I felt like I needed mm-hmm. I knew everything I needed to know but I could also like get through it and I also was one that I just couldn't put down and I like the small yeah. chapter element
2: because it's oh, like yeah, you're like always
1: you're always moving on mm-hmm. to something kind of new yeah just, I yeah. like I think I and like I spot.
2: sometimes feel like because I'm not really a big reader but it was kind of like yeah. a um a new year's thing that I wanted to read more and mm-hmm. I feel like I do have quite a short attention span when it comes to reading mm-hmm. so if chapters are too long I'm I find myself yeah. like halfway through a chapter and I'm just like how long have I got left even if I'm really enjoying it
1: yeah so it's a if, hard you're one. A,
2: if you're like me this is
1: the it's perfect book, book to read, read. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. definitely is. Exactly. I think even if you're not I think I quite enjoy sometimes like a longer read and I really am like obviously like I write poetry and I'm big on the descriptive element of books but mm. like it depends on my mood like sometimes I'm in like yeah. the mood and like the headspace to want to read something like very like descriptive and not very plot driven mm-hmm. and things like that but other times I just want to read like a book that just keeps it going. Like just gets you excited. I don't know. I just think mm-hmm. like it depends because that's the thing I find though with Midnight Library is like I like to read. I've been trying to read before bed and I love that. And I think it's a great like night mm-hmm. routine to put in. But Midnight Library is a hard one because I just like couldn't put it down. Yeah, <laughs> was, like, yeah there's always something up. going on and I was like oh god like and it was like really hard to just stop and I was like I need to like it's like 12 like the point of like being before yeah. bed is like go to bed at like a decent time and I I'm so like sucked <laughs> into this world that I'm yeah. probably like worse off than when I watch Netflix so I was like it's maybe not like a bedtime read it depends on how active no, you are imagination wise mm-hmm. but for me like I have a really active imagination like often overactive so I think like even just like my sleep quality wasn't that good because I probably like, dreaming about the book and like, mm-hmm. like things related so I was like this is um, really and it
2: definitely makes me. you like ponder your own life like right? I feel like, yeah, like I was reading it before bed then I'd go to bed and then I'd think about my own life <laughs> and yeah right God, where could I have been if I had done this but then <laughs> once you read it all you'll be fine yeah. you'll be fine i think but like i'm that's why I'm i think it's a fast read yeah. as
1: well because you want to know mm-hmm. what happens like yeah, i think exactly. you are really invested in Nora as a character i think that she's mm-hmm. written in a way that is so perfectly flawed that you actually care Mm -hmm. about her and you like her because I think some people can go too far in how much they flaw their characters or how perfect their characters are but she's just real Mm -hmm. and I think that what's what makes it so much easier to read is you can really relate to everything that's happening like I think regardless Mm -hmm. of whether you're like in your 30s or a woman or anything like that I think she's a pretty like standard character that's like um kind of mm-hmm. a lot of people can relate to so I really like that and I love that Matt hate does the whole like shutting out charities and like saying like if um you're going through anything like Nora is like here's where you can get help and stuff and I just think that's so oh, yeah so important because
2: mm-hmm. I think, I
1: think nice. other books are a lot
2: about mental health as well yeah I, I, think so. them, I think so I think he's I've a big kind of yeah
1: I don't know much about to be fair I haven't really researched or looked into him as a person much but I I think he no. is quite a big like mental health advocate but I would say though like trigger so. warning like if you are in a place mentally where like you're considering suicide and things like that maybe don't read this book yeah mm-hmm. like until you're in a better yeah, place because I, so. I just personally yeah. wouldn't read anything that's that because it is a mm-hmm. little bit graphic parts yeah yeah it kind of is. overly but like I just think if you're Mm -hmm. not in a good place mentally it's probably yeah it's maybe just best to avoid it the best just because the concept is maybe like Mm -hmm. maybe by the the end of the book you'll be better but yeah Mm -hmm. so I just don't think it's a good idea if that's kind of the headspace you're in until you've Mm -hmm. got the help that you need but anyway um yeah so that Mm -hmm. was our chat on Midnight Library um again it's by Matt Haig and um you can find it a bunch of places I'll probably have it linked in the show notes somewhere I'll try and find like an independent bookstore for people to read along or read it now or read it later or I don't know read it while we're talking I don't care <laughs> maybe not while we're talking <laughs> um and you can check out us on Instagram at Fancy Blather. do you want to shout yourself out on social media Hannah your Instagram oh yeah it's
2: just um my Instagram's just Hannah Matheson
1: there you go so at yeah, Hannah it's Matheson. pretty standard <laughs> yeah <laughs> it in the show notes down below and uh next month's book club is the world's wife by caroline duffy so it is poetry um it's probably one that you don't need to read beforehand um because it's poetry there's not really many spoilers on the episode which is good and uh we have a guest coming on who's actually done a lecture on the book before so i think it should be super interesting so stay tuned and i know everyone in scotland's probably sick of caroline duffy if they like went to high school but it's going to be worth it I promise we'll talk about it like a little bit more excitingly than our high English teachers okay well thank you so much for coming on Hannah it was so lovely thanks for having me no problem thank you it's been fun yeah I'm glad and thank you to everyone at home for listening
0: and yeah don't forget to check out our Instagram thank you bye